for about eight weeks. But we're, we're uh, it's okay. We, we, we can do all things through Christ, which strengthens us. Amen. So we are... Uh, we were in service even on our day off last night, but that's all right. That's all right. I'm not complaining, Lord. I'm just thanking you and uh, enjoy meeting God's people. Praise God. Isn't it great serving the Lord? Amen. We, we, uh, we do it out of joy, you know. Um, uh, we, we work in a place where uh, the religion is Buddhism and Taoism and Confucianism and uh, a lot of other isms, but um, our our faith is different. It's totally different. Praise God. We are the only faith on the planet Earth that is based on love. Now, I don't know if that sounds weak to you, but it's not weak. It is not weak. <laughs> For God so loved the world, praise God. And God loves each and every person, wants everyone to be saved. Amen. That's the basis of all of this. And so as we preach the gospel, we trust that God will touch hearts and that they will receive, they will believe, they will respond and obey the gospel. Amen. Become one of his own. Hallelujah. So we are going to uh, relate our best uh, to relate to you and do our best to relate to you some of the breakthroughs that we have had. Uh, it's a pioneering work in Taiwan, and uh, we went there and studied the language for uh, two years, two years one-on-one, uh, trying to repeat these sounds of the many considered the most difficult language in the world. One-on-one, a teacher trying to drill the tones and the and then learning the characters. They don't have an alphabet. You just got to memorize each character. And it's, uh, you know, over 50,000 of them. And uh, so uh, you four hours a day. You go home and you have a lot of homework to do. And uh, anyway, put our ministry on hold for two years so we could uh, be able to communicate this gospel. Amen. Because it's through the gospel that people are saved. It's through the preaching of the truth, amen, that people are set free, praise God. And so we are, we are delighted to uh, be serving God in that capacity. So after two years, we began to teach Bible studies. Anybody here ever teach a Bible study? Amen. Praise God. Yes, yeah, several of you. Well, all of us really should be teaching Bible studies. If We should know the Word of God and be able to turn to it and share that with somebody else. But uh, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. Amen. And uh, how can they hear without a preacher? Uh, And how can he preach except he be sent? And so this is a missionary service. I have to say that. So send us. Praise God. Amen. Amen. God calls and uh, we want to take this gospel to the lost. Hallelujah. So pioneering work, that means that we started from nothing. Just uh, teaching uh, in our living room. And uh, now we have seven churches and three preaching points and a Bible school. And we work not only in Taiwan, but in China and uh, many, many cities in China where we uh, meet people and we end up uh, praying with them and they receive the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Praise God. It's uh, and baptized in Jesus name. Got to be born of the water and of the spirit. So you got to be my, my English is is is. Not very good. We've been missionaries there for 37 years. So uh, working in another language for that length of time, English has to take a back seat to it. But I am going to teach you some, Eng- uh, some Chinese uh, English. Uh, teach me some Cajun or something. I don't know. But uh, I'll teach you some Chinese tonight. All right? Everybody say amen. Okay, good. Glad you're cooperating. Now, it's a tonal language. So we'd sit there with that teacher and repeat after him or her, and they would say, ta, and we'd say, ta, and they'd say, ta, ta, and ta, lo, and then ta, ta. Four major tones, ta, 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 ta. (laughs) Isn't that easy? (laughs) You feel like... uh, uh, well, anyway, you just go through what you got to go through. Praise God. So, um, drilling those sounds, those tones, you get the tone different, say it wrong, you end up saying something totally different uh, than you intended. So, be careful here tonight. Amen. Um, but the, uh, uh, 
the word for Lord, like praise the Lord, Lord is Jew. Can you say that? Jew, very good. If you say Jew, try that. Jew, that's pig. Okay. So be careful what you're praising. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Amen. Praise God. So praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. I was in a place somewhere in this state, and I couldn't hardly understand a word they were saying. Um, down on some bayou someplace. But uh, languages, oh, we blame it on the Tower of Babel, you know. But uh, it's a fact, and in order to to preach the gospel, you've got to learn their, their language. So our language is Mandarin Chinese, and we... Um, it's the common language. It's all over China, 1,300,000,000 million people, all over Taiwan. Now, there are many dialects, over 400 dialects, totally different language groups, but um, there's only one written language, one Bible. Amen. Isn't that cool? They just pronounce it all different. So we preach Mandarin. We can go anywhere in China, and we have gone many, many places, and uh, they can understand us perfectly. Now, we can't understand them all the time perfectly because they have a strong accent. Do you think I have an accent? No? Come on. Come on. I don't. Uh, we're, we're in Louisiana. Somebody taught me how to say Louisiana instead of Louisiana. See the difference? <laughs> Hear the difference? <laughs> and New Orleans instead of New Orleans. And so anyway, I know there's different accents. But uh, one fellow was talking to me, an older man, and I turned to a young lady that was with me, and I said, please tell him to speak Mandarin. And she looked at me, and she said, he is speaking Mandarin. <laughs> I couldn't understand a word they were saying. But uh, anyway, those are some of the obstacles, but our God can surmount any obstacle, right? He wants them to hear the gospel. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation to them that believe. Amen. And that in Chinese sounds like this. Okay? So repeat that after me. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Yeah, I cannot lie. So I, I did say that. Uh, my wife's here to keep me straight. Amen. I want my wife to come up, if you would, please, and testify. I love my good wife. I appreciate her very much. She's one of the finest Christians I, I know and a great missionary. She's won many souls and loves the people. Praise God. And I'm going to have her testify in English, if you don't mind. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. He's so good. I enjoyed that worship tonight. The presence of the Lord is so in this place. And it feels so good. It feels so good. And as we were singing that, uh, you're, you're so good. Is that how that goes? You are good, right? You are good. My mind was singing it in Chinese. <laughs> because we sing that in our worship services there. Ni zhen hao. Your mercy is forever. And the Chinese, in the presence of the Lord, they just weep. You have to understand, if you were raised in a temple, and one of our preacher's wives told me one day, she said, you know, I was raised in the temple. And I said, what? What do you mean? Well, we lived right next door, and we were over there every single day, and when I was just a little girl, my mother showed me how to bow to the idols and how to burn the incense to the idols. But this is the truth. Everything they do is out of fear. And never having felt a spirit of God that loved them, always worrying that they haven't done enough or that that God is going to come and do something bad to them. So they do everything to keep that from happening. Does that make sense? All right. And there are days when they can do certain things and they have to go find out. I really need to move on Saturday, but 
I've got to go find out if that's an auspicious day. And if it's not a good day, then the gods will come and harm me or cause me to have a wreck or cause one of my children to get hurt or one, and one of us will get sick. So it's constant fear. That's the way they live. And then they come into the presence of the Lord. Many of them are afraid to come to church, to even try Christianity because they're afraid what the gods will do to them. But the ones that are willing to brave it <laughs> come into our service and sit there while the ones that have been set free, and we sang that tonight, it feels so good to be free. I want the words to that song. I want to translate it in Chinese. They will be on their feet dancing. <laughs> feels so good to be free. And the ones that have been set free, that gave in to the Holy Ghost, that allowed God to move into their lives, and they they do get set free, and that God just changes them completely, then others that come in and they're watching this, they're not sure what to do, but the tears begin to stream down their face. One girl asked us one time, what do you put in the air to make us cry? <laughs> well, we don't put anything in the air, but the Holy Ghost moves. And I'm so glad for the Holy Ghost. I'm so glad for the Holy Ghost. I'm so glad to be able to take this gospel to a people that don't know or understand. They think of Christianity as a Western religion, but it's not. It's a religion of a God that loves them and wants to give them liberty and set them free. Praise God. The Lord bless you tonight. Thank the Lord. Well, praise God. I'm going to teach you some Chinese now. I almost forgot. I know you're really eager to do that. So um, I, I was talking to one man, and he was, you know, I, we stand out over there. Many of them never seen a foreigner before, or uh, we're not foreigners here. Uh, sorry. Uh, he, he, he said, oh, English is so hard to learn. I said, I've heard that. Yeah, that we're talking in Mandarin. And, uh, and he said, uh, Oh, I, you know, I could never learn it and so on and so forth. I said, well, Mandarin's hard to learn, too. He looked at me. He said, Mandarin's not hard. Look at all these children speaking Mandarin, he said. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I didn't try to <laughs> go any further on that one. But uh, anyway, you're going to find out. Now, try to repeat this after me, uh, just like I say it. Okay, same tone, tone of your voice, so you're not saying something weird. And uh, everyone say, E, R, San, Si, U. Some of you aren't doing it. Liu, Chi, Ba, Jiu, Shi. Very good. You just counted to 10 in Mandarin Chinese. Give yourself a hand. That's good. All right. Now we're going to take it a little faster. E-R, san, si, wu, liu, qi, ba, jiu, shi. You ready? Go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Praise God. The writing is the hardest part. The writing of the characters, and uh, but um, some of the characters have have fifteen, sixteen strokes to it. Uh, some are just a few, but uh, it's so important to be able to read Chinese. Not only speak it. If you only spoke English, you couldn't read or write. You would be illiterate, right? So you got to learn it all. In fact, my son, who's been a missionary there for fifteen, sixteen years now. He, uh, well, he was two when we went. He learned Chinese the easy way. I say it's the easy way. He learned it naturally just by growing up in, in Taiwan and being in church and having friends. And, and, uh, but he could never read or write because that, ha that takes schooling. That takes really rote memory and, and writing over and over and over and over again. And so uh, he's in school right now, language school, learning uh, to read the characters, to write them, and uh, it will really enhance his uh, language abilities. But he speaks more fluent than I do, and uh, uh, God has a great, uh, great plan for him to be used, and uh, he pastors two churches, 
as church down in the south, our island's only 85 miles wide, 225 miles long. The largest city's up in the north called Taipei, and down in the south is Kaohsiung. And he pastors the, the church we started in Kaohsiung and gets on a bullet train, 300 kilometers an hour, up to Taipei for the service up there, and then back home. So um, that's uh, we have several pastors that, that uh, pastor multiple churches. So we only have one, church, one service on Sunday. Is that okay? That way they can go to other places. Right? Praise God. It's not because we're lazy. All right. Amen. Well, I, I hope everybody's relaxed. We're just um, sharing some of our, our life with you. When, like I said, when we went to Taiwan, it was a pioneering work, so we had to start uh, from nothing. Uh, not really nothing. God was with us, <laughs> and uh, God called us there, and we knew that beyond a shadow of a doubt. There were many obstacles, and there were many, um, many challenges, many attacks, if I may say. And so um, we had to exercise faith. We had to be able to identify and discern and to follow the leading of the Holy Ghost and asking and pray through some things. Amen. And so uh, starting a church is not, not easy. Amen. And I don't know the history of this church. I think it's quite long. Um, but uh, uh, somebody has to start. Amen. Somebody has to get a foundation going. And this is the foundation, right? Right, church? We want something that lasts. We want something that's solid. Praise God. Praise God. And I didn't go there to um, mm, transplant American culture. Is that right? Uh, this is, this is uh, Christian Bible culture. Hallelujah. So uh, we better make sure that our practices and our teachings and everything is biblical. Because that is the foundation. Praise God. Are you on a solid foundation here? I believe I'm in a church that is apostolic. That is a solid foundation. Because everything else moves and switches and, and compromises. But we want to be solid on the foundation. So consequently, everything we taught, everything we practiced, uh, I needed to be able to give them... Uh, show them that this is a Bible teaching. This is a Bible practice. And therefore, when we use the name apostolic, we really mean it. I want to be apostolic. Like the apostles is the way you say it in Chinese. Uh, it means like the apostles. So the book of Acts was, uh, is our, our, um, our book to... See how they spread the gospel, what they preached, how they, how they, what they emphasized, and, and uh, just the message of the book of Acts. It's really the Acts of the Holy Ghost, right, church? And so we needed God to uh, take our, what seemed many times, feeble efforts and just bless it and do a, a mighty work. So I remember teaching from the Search for Truth. We, we got a blank chart, just had the pictures, and uh, we... Uh, I didn't. I had one of our first converts use a calligraphy brush and write it all out in in Chinese in uh, the scriptures and you know everything creation on down. And I'd been teaching this group of college students this very early on, and my language built ability even after two years was very very uh, broken. But uh, I was reading the characters, and we'd got up to lesson seven, which is Jesus being crucified, and I be, I was reading the characters. And they're sitting there, and I'm thinking, God, I don't know how much they're getting, uh, but this lesson, they've got to get it. They've got to understand it was for them. And I, I'm saying, oh, God, please help them to comprehend that. And as I looked up after reading the scriptures, I saw them with tears running down their cheeks, all of them. And I knew that the Holy Ghost had taken that that inability to really speak so fluently, but it, that didn't matter. It was the truth. It was his word got through to their hearts. And, and they all received the Holy Ghost, by the way, and were baptized in Jesus' name. This gospel is true. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
I really felt a breakthrough in the language um, at the beginning. And so I'm going to use this just to help uh, convey to you what I mean what I mean by a spiritual breakthrough. This is a, more of a practical thing, but nobody likes to be laughed at, right? And um, if you, if, uh, the word for teach is jowl. The word for foot is jowl. And it's easy to get your foot in your mouth when you're teaching. And so I'd be teaching something very serious, and all of a sudden, you know, they, they begin laughing. And, uh, you know, I'm not thin-skinned, but it... Um, it, it was distracting. Follow me? Understand what I'm saying? I know I'm not preaching. I hope that's all right tonight. I'm trying to, but there is a spiritual, um, a spiritual principle God wants to get through to us because he has a breakthrough for you. You've got to want it. You've got to seek it. And God will give you the breakthrough that you need. Amen. Amen. Anyway, I, so um, people would, would laugh and, and, you don't know what mistake you made. Did you get the wrong tone? Did I get the... I memorized a, a, um, a poem for my teacher. It was part of, my, part of my homework. And I worked on it. I got it down just right. Got the tones. And so I go to class the next day. And it's all graded. And, uh, and I eventually graduated. But anyway, it, it was, it's all graded. And, and I'm going to quote this poem for my teacher. And it went like this. And my teacher about fell off of her chair. She staggered on in that chair. She was laughing so hard, tears and everything. And I did not know what I said. And, and finally, it took her a while. Actually, we couldn't continue the class. But she eventually... She eventually told me, she said, you are saying it so perfectly that uh, spring has come. The flowers, oh no, the, the, the temperature is warmer. The flowers have bloomed. And then you said, the cow is in the tree singing. <laughs> she said, and I could picture that cow up there. Moo, you know. <laughs> yeah. Ha ha ha. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> uh, it's good for your ego and all that. Humble. <laughs> but but anyway, I struggled because this is serious business and I wanted to be able to communicate the gospel. And I didn't want those distractions. I want I, it wasn't a pride pride thing. It wasn't didn't want them to praise me. They always do that, but now that I'm fluent, but they, um, the Chinese, um, it was distracting for them. And so I was praying one time, uh, my personal devotional prayer, and struggling uh, because two years is a long time to uh, wait before you begin soul winning. We witnessed and that sort of thing, but actually winning somebody. And I'm praying and I'm praying, and finally I come to this conclusion that I'm going to change my prayer to Mandarin. By that time, I had some vocabulary down and I'd memorized some scriptures. But I said this, there's two things. One is God will not laugh at me when I make a mistake. And number two, he'll understand every word that I'm saying. And folks, I begin to pray in Mandarin Chinese and the Holy Ghost came in there. And God began to bless me. And the fluency came. And it was a breakthrough on the language. And I give glory to God for that. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So I don't, uh, I don't take credit for my abilities in the language. But uh, I give glory to God. He helped me. In one of the earlier verses that I memorized in Chinese was uh, that's I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me don't you love that verse okay. we need to apply that to every obstacle that's in front of us I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me praise God praise God I feel the Lord here tonight let's clap our hands to the Lord 
Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You've got some breakthroughs for people. Hallelujah for your people tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I'm going to move along and we're going to read from Matthew chapter 16. Very familiar place. Why don't we stand and read it together? Matthew chapter 16, verses 18 and 19. You may already have this memorized, but uh, this is where Jesus had asked, Who do you say that I am? And Peter answered, said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Praise God. Did I quote that right? Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Yeah. Nishu Yit and Peter said to him, Matthew 16, verse 18, And I say also unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whosoever thou shalt bind, whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And the church said, Amen. Amen. This church has a foundation, folks. It's a revelation of who Jesus Christ is. Amen. And that must be proclaimed around the world. To every creature, preach this gospel. You may be seated. Thank the Lord. We found that among the Chinese, which is a very strong culture, a very, um, very ancient culture, uh, that they have some mindsets that are diametrically opposed to becoming a Christian. They have some traditions, some practices that are ingrained in their thinking. My wife mentioned being raised in the temple. Uh, many times children are taken to the temple uh, so that the shaman there, the witch doctor, whatever you want to call them, the priests, they can, uh, they can um, uh, transfer spirits to those children. And on and on it goes. And the ancestor worship, which is, is drilled into them as that's your respect and your, your, your filial piety, I don't know all the words, but for uh, uh, respecting your, your dead ancestors. So consequently, they pray to them, they burn incense to them, they, they, um, uh, they go to the tombs and they clean all the weeds off and they put out offerings of food and, and burn paper money called hell banknotes so that their, their ancestors will have money to spend in hell. Place of departed spirits. And on and on and on it goes. So almost overwhelming body of traditions and, and practices and teachings all come in the face of Jesus Christ. Becoming a true believer being born of the water and the spirit, of embracing these, this wonderful truth that we love so much. And so it became um, something that had to be penetrated, and only God can do that. Amen. This word is powerful. I mean it with all of my heart. If I didn't mean that, I wouldn't be going into China. I wouldn't have gone to Taiwan. But I believe in this. And I believe that the churches that we have started, the converts that we have seen come into this truth will last and they will stand for Jesus Christ. They've already paid a price and they've always already committed themselves and God has blessed them and their faith is such that they are spreading the gospel. Amen. So I believe in this Amen. truth that we love so much. And we're in an area in the United States where uh, a lot of churches we passed on the way here. So not everything that calls themselves Christian is based on this foundation. Right. Amen. Amen. And so um, having said that, our main, um, main challenge had to do with their traditions and their religions and the spirits that are at work. Whenever you have idolatry as a, as a dominant religion, you're going to have a lot of spirit activity because you open up yourself to those spirits when you, when you worship idols. Amen. Lots of idols, aren't there? In America. Well, if you think about that, 
We have idols too. And they have to be dealt with in a person's life. If you really want to have a breakthrough, you have to deal with what is preventing you. Because you see, breakthrough is a military term. Started in the 19, no, 18, excuse me, in the 1900s, the 20th century. English is so hard. But um, it's a military movement or advance all the way through and beyond the enemy's front line of defense. Breaking through something. Penetrating it and going all the way through. And so whatever it is, and I'm just describing Taiwan and what we found there when we went there, was there were some ways of thinking. There were some uh, traditions, some, some misconceptions of what Christianity was. They were told that, that uh, to become a Christian means that you no longer respect your parents. And they were told that becoming a Christian, you, you, you no longer uh, um, uh, were part of the family. It would bring bad luck to, to your family. One young lady, uh, her her father got caught. He was a captain of a ship, a, a fishing ship, and he was smuggling, and he got caught and went to prison, and they blamed it on the daughter because she'd become a Christian, that kind of thing. Mindset, teachings, diametrically opposed to Christianity. But I serve a God. I serve a God that can take us and break through anything. He can penetrate any darkness and bring the light to that person's soul. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. I know you're fighting things here. I know you're fighting things personally, but God is on your side. And if you'll just trust him, you can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth you. Let's go ahead and clap our hands and let's say amen to that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Amen. A breakthrough is an act or an instance of removing or surpassing an obstruction or restriction or barrier. The overcoming of a stalemate. I found that many Christians, after serving God for a period of time, they end up in kind of a stalemate. No, maybe that's not right, the right word, but um, they need a breakthrough. Amen. They need a personal revival. They need to they need to have a change in their in their way of thinking on some things. God wants to keep blessing people as they serve him. He wants to keep helping them and see them grow and see them uh, just experience the greatness of God. Isn't aren't his benefits renewed day by day? Isn't it a, a beautiful thing serving God? He wants to put that smile back on your face. Amen. That's revival. Amen. When you're revived, amen, you be, when you're not revived, you've kind of got into a state of thinking and being. Maybe you didn't, didn't backslide. God wants you to, to, to pour. I'm, my break, just break through. That's the right word. Thank you. Thank you, my wife. Praise God. She's my, my help meet. Breakthrough, sometimes they use it in, um, in medical terms and other other uh, other uh, areas of of life, any significant or sudden advance, development, achievement, or increase that removes the barrier to progress. Amen. Does this church want greater revival? Amen. You all need to get on the same page. God, I, sometimes it's spiritual things, and, and we, don't, we can't really put our finger on it, but in prayer. I mean, in prayer, you can really penetrate that. You can collectively come together, and God adds your faith together, and your prayers become so powerful that God helps you break through some things that's hindering your, your church and hindering your, your progress. And, and God, give us that kind of breakthrough. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to say a few things here, but uh, maybe later you'll think of them as you're praying. Amen. God will bring them back to you. Amen. And you will, you, will, you will sense that, and it will help you direct your prayers. Hallelujah. I have a military background. I know what a breakthrough is uh, on that score. And uh, the enemy uh, can hold you back, and he can look 
invincible. But I'm telling you, you can break through that. We don't, we don't need to be on the defensive all the time. We need to be on the offensive sometimes. Amen. And you'll see God will help you spiritually as you do that. Now, I'm, I'm just, Peter was given the keys to the kingdom. We find Peter opening the, the door to the Jews, to the Samaritans, and also to the Gentiles. And those were, those were like, you know, especially the Gentiles. That was like, that wasn't in their mind. They thought it was only for the Jews. You, realize, you all realize that, right? And, and uh, something had to be broken through. Thank God for Cornelius. <laughs> Thank God for, for Peter having that vision. Took it three times for the Lord to get it through his hard head that, that uh, what God has cleansed, don't call that unclean. And, and uh, knocking on the door and, wow. See how God can, can have, uh, give you something that will, will just, just undo all of that that's been, been uh, built up in front of you, keeping you, holding you back. I'm talking about the rest of the world now. It wasn't just for the Jews. Praise God. I'm glad that I've heard this message. I'm glad that I've received the Holy Ghost. I'm glad that somebody preached to me. I'm not a Jew. Praise God. I'm glad for Cornelius. Thank God Peter, he, he was Mianchangda. Uh, that means, uh, oh, come on, help me. Mianchang. He, he was reluctant to go. Right? You there? Anybody? Here? Yeah, he was reluctant to go. Like God had to twist his arm to get there. And he walks in and they fall on, on their face and start worshiping him. He said, get up, get up. I'm just a man, you know. But it dawned on Peter. Wow. God accepts anyone who does Acts of righteousness and on and on. He began to, he, he wasn't really preaching, but while Peter yet spake, the Holy Ghost came and filled them. And the Jews, the Christian Jews that were there with Peter said, wow. <laughs> I mean, so you can see how mindsets and ways of thinking and ideas your own can, can be a hindrance to what God really wants to do. And God penetrated that. And so we find the first Gentiles, praise God, the Jews, the Samaritans, and the Gentiles. But those were breakthroughs. I, I'm going to skip over these, uh, these scriptures. I, I lay it out like a lesson. That's what I do. I usually teach. But um, uh, whether you're preaching or teaching, uh, we present Jesus Christ and we depend on him Amen. to do the work. Amen. Hallelujah. In fact, in China... If you ever go there with me, you would, uh, we would be meeting in a, in a small room and there may be a dozen people there and you'd, you'd have to talk in this level of a voice. Do you feel the Holy Ghost is, is capable to work through that level of volume? Because the walls are thin and the neighbors will turn you in and the police will come and they'll kick you out of China and never let you in again. And they'll beat up the people that are there. And if there's a leader there, they'll single him out and arrest him. I'm talking communism now. But God can still work. It's not an obstacle to God. Amen. We have been in, in situations where almost everyone, 100 people, the, the, the spy and the, and the mafia guy, they didn't get the Holy Ghost, but everyone else did. They hadn't heard about it before. And I had the opportunity to preach to them. And I don't take credit for it. I'm just telling you, God can remove the barriers. God can remove the barriers, whether it's a personal thing or whether it's a way of thinking or whether it's the communists trying to limit how much you can do. I'm telling you, God can open a door no man can shut. Let's clap our hands to the Lord and thank him for it. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I want to be a part of what God's doing. Yeah, I want to be a part of that. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Well, we... I won't be much longer, but... How do you start? You know you've got to get a foundation. Well, you've got to have people to put on the foundation. 
the teachings, the word of God is the, is the foundation. This revelation of who God is and what he desires of people and his salvation is our foundation. But how do you win people? How do you go about it? Okay, so go with us to a city of three million. Uh, we just finished language school. We're ready to, to we're chomping at the bit. We're going to win some people. We want to see this this church established in this city. I'd already fasted and prayed, gone to different cities. Where do you want me to go? And God led us to this city of three million, second largest on Taiwan. And uh, <clears throat> my wife and I had moved into a place and our, th- our three little boys and uh, and uh, we were still unloading things three days in that in that new place, and uh, the phone rang. There was a phone installed, and we looked at each other like who who in the world would be calling us? We we didn't even uh, we, we don't even know our own number. I don't think, but uh, uh, I answered it, and it was a young lady's voice, and she's talking Chinese, and I'm using everything I know, and I say, uh, she said, are you, a, are you a foreigner? Yeah, yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a foreigner, and that's the word they use for anybody non-Chinese, and I said, yeah, are you a pastor? I said, yes, maybe I should have said I'm a wannabe pastor, but I, I, uh, I said, yes, and now that I think of it, I shouldn't have said that, that's a lie, but um, I, anyway, I said, yes, and she she said, well, I have some questions about the uh, Bible. I said, well, well go ahead. <laughs> so she started at Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. And uh, after about a lot of questions, <laughs> I uh, said, just a minute, just a minute. I put my wife on the phone and let her answer a few, a lot. And finally we realized this person really was hungry. She had dialed our number by accident. Out of three million people just arrive in that city, she became our first convert, baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. And she was a senior in high school. She invited us to her graduation not too long after she was born again. And so I dressed up, you know, like church clothes. We all wore church clothes, got our kids dressed up. We walk into this auditorium at their, at their uh, high school. We were just going to observe, maybe sit in the back and thought there'd be a bunch of parents there and stuff. We, the, I'm going back to how are we going to start in this city? Well, God had a plan all the time. He just doesn't always let us know. And so uh, we walk into the auditorium, 6,000 students. 6,000. And I was amazed by the number. And then the, up on the platform, the principal sees us and comes down off the platform, started, it was like we were some dignitaries or something. And, and all the kids started applauding and <laughs> what's going on here? And they had, he had us come up on the platform and, uh, and set up there and and had my wife and I hand out the awards for their scholars, their, their, their uh, high achievers. I don't know the words for it. But they're playing this music. Da, 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 da. The kids are coming by and bowing to us. And, and uh, so then he had me address the, the student body <laughs> in, my, in my halting Eng- uh, Chinese. And uh, I don't even remember what I said. But... Uh, Anyway, we won a dozen of those students uh, become our first converts in that city. Praise God. Praise God. Because they have friends and different ones. And so that was the beginning. It was a bunch of high school students. Now, I wouldn't have thought of that, but uh, God thought of it. Amen. He wants you to work with him. Praise God. And he'll give you a breakthrough. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands to the Lord. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I remember the first man that received the Holy Ghost. Those were young young ladies. Well, there was one young man of those first dozen. And we don't get to pick and choose who God's going to save first or whatever. But uh, this one Marine sergeant, tough guy, been in the Marines 10 years. And he said uh, he'd been coming a little bit. And I was teaching him a Bible study. And uh, he said, uh, Pastor, you know what? 
I'll never be able to receive the Holy Ghost. And I said, why is that? And I called his name. Did he have an English name? I don't remember. Uh, Liu Jingchen. Yeah. I said, I said, why is that? He said, well, I can't cry. And I noticed people cry when they get the Holy Ghost. This was after several had received the Holy Ghost. And so I told him, you know, you, you don't really have to cry. You just have to repent and be sorry for your sins and explain that to him. And I'd already told him a bunch of times. But he felt that that was, that was his, his barrier right there. He had a very hard uh, upbringing, been beaten, and so on and so forth. I won't go into all the gory details, but... He had hardened and steeled his, his heart against emotion. And maybe you know somebody like that. God can give them a breakthrough. Thank you. Maybe there's someone here tonight that has not received the Holy Ghost. You feel like you just can't because of this or because of that. God has a breakthrough for you. God can do it. God can do it for you. Amen. If you just want it, if you just ask him. Amen. Because that young man, he received the Holy Ghost and he did have tears running down his cheeks. Praise God. Let's clap our hands to the Lord again. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So this is what I meant by a spiritual breakthrough. You know, have you ever tried to explain to someone what it is like to receive the Holy Ghost? I know we say you'll speak in tongues, and that's the evidence. That's a little hard for non, non-Christians to get their mind wrapped around speaking in tongues. It's kind of strange. Just think about it, you know. But uh, what do you feel? What, what is happening? And you can talk about God's Spirit coming in and dwelling in you. It's a good feeling. You feel, you feel joy afterwards and uh, it's hard to put into words. It's even harder to put it into Chinese words. And for their mind to grasp that, uh, it, it, it was very difficult at the beginning. Not so difficult now. Now that many Chinese have received the Holy Ghost. But at the beginning, we had to break through some things. We were the only ones there that had the Holy Ghost. And um, it was uh, a young lady that asked my wife one time in our living room, uh, do you think God would give the Holy Ghost to someone like me? She was the daughter of a prostitute. She had brothers and sisters all from different fathers. I guess that's not that uncommon anymore. But uh, in that culture where they worship their ancestors, and you don't even know your mother. She didn't even know her mother. She was abandoned, and she's 18 years old now. At that time, somebody like me, do you think I could receive the Holy Ghost? And uh, my wife told her, I don't know what she said. I was I went in the other room for a moment. I came back and she my wife turned to me and said, uh, called me Bormusher. That's my uh, pastor Bracken. She wants to receive the Holy Ghost. So they were thinking the next service. I just went over and I said, I called her by name. I said, you can receive the Holy Ghost right now. And she did. She did. Amen. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. So in her mind, these were all the reasons why she couldn't. But thank God she took a step of faith. And God came on the scene and filled her with his spirit. So it was a breakthrough, a, a personal breakthrough for her. And I'll, remit, I'll just, I'll just, just a couple of short stories here. But we had trouble at the beginning. And uh, we wanted a foundation of worship and praise. How important is that? Yeah. And so this was all foreign to them because uh, they're all ritual and they're burning incense and bowing down and doing those things. So we taught, taught them true worship. It, it was like uh, even clapping their hands was hard for them to do. They're taught not to show any emotion. But we showed them in the Bible where it said, Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with the voice of one me and do ya pai jang. Okay, so anyway, you, you do the scriptures and they turn to it and they see it's, it's biblical. It's not, 
your ideas or your culture, trying to get them to become little Americans or something. We need a right foundation, church. We need to know that our practices and what we do is it has a foundation. Praise God. That God is pleased with that. Hallelujah. And, uh, of course, it, that translates on over into holiness and the whole thing. So Bible foundation. Amen. I'm so glad I'm in the truth. I'm so glad it's not man's idea. It's God's idea. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But we talked to them about lifting their hands. Oh, boy, was that hard for them to do. Well, they practiced, you know, a little bit, but that's not the same thing. <laughs> we show, showed them how, how the scriptures, what God likes is, uh, you lift up holy hands to God without wrath and doubting. You know that verse? Amen. Why do we do what we do? <laughs> Sometimes we just, we just have been doing it so long that that's, uh, but thy loving kindness is better than life. Amen. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. So it's a Bible teaching. Once they learned that, we'd already crossed, begin to penetrate that barrier of, of not showing their emotions. And they begin to lift their hands and, and they would clap their hands. And, and, but we really didn't have... The breakthrough until one service. I'll never forget it. I was preaching, and we no, I wasn't preaching. I was up there, but but we were praising and worshiping, singing songs, and our my family, my little boys, and my wife. She playing the accordion. That's all we had. And uh, starting from nothing is is uh, is 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 just uh, you you use what you got, you know. So and you try to give God true worship, and so. I looked over, and my oldest son, Andy, is about eight years old by then. He had his hands up in the air, and he was just so moved by the Holy Ghost. His little lips were trembling, and, and he, was, he was just praying and tears and just worshiping with that particular song, which was a slower song. And, but it was the Chinese that really caught my attention. They were looking at him like that and then they'd look away and then another one would look at him they could tell it was the real thing they tell they could tell that there was something happening there that they hadn't experienced and I'll never forget those two Chinese that were looking at Andy they turned and they slipped their hands up in the air and they began to worship with spirit and in truth. And folks, it's never been the same since then. And that's what a true breakthrough is. Is you penetrate that and you go beyond that. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God's got some breakthroughs for this church. Amen. You got to want it. You got to desire that. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just stand with me tonight and hallelujah, hallelujah. praise God. You know, I'm thinking about this thought and how God wants to bless and how he wants to take us beyond where we are. I began to, I had to go back and think about some of those early things. And, you know, our worship is, is special. We try to worship God in spirit and in truth and we want to do it according to the scriptures. And so it includes uh, leaping for joy and just shouting and, and uh, all kinds of uh, demonstrating our enthusiasm and our joy to the Lord. Do you know heaven smiles when we do that? Amen. I believe God likes that. I want to give God what he likes. Praise God. Amen. So... Uh, that's our desire is to see a church founded on the word of God and worshiping God. Amen. And preaching this wonderful truth that we love so much. But last of all, I want to say that I remember when um, we really broke through on demonstrative worship. And we were at a camp meeting, small camp meeting, early on. And my wife got a little choir together, mostly young people. And uh, she taught them an old song, and it, 
you know, songs, once you sing them so many times, they lose something. I don't know how that, I don't know the mentality on that, but it was new to them. It was soon and very soon we're going to see the king. And folks, those young people practiced. And there during our camp meeting, they started singing. And I don't know what happened, but it was like they were translated to heaven. There'll be no more crying there. They began to worship. They began to dance before the Lord. It was so beautiful. There were smiles on their faces. I'd never seen anything like that among the Chinese. Isn't it wonderful what God can do when you want, you hunger and you thirst? Praise God. God, give us breakthroughs in our own lives and in this church here in Jennings. In Jesus' name, I pray. Let's worship the Lord together. Hallelujah. We praise your name. We praise your name. We praise your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody want a spiritual breakthrough? Want to just step out here tonight? Anybody want to come receive strength and a special touch from the Lord? Hallelujah. I'm glad I know Jesus your name we bless your name we bless your name we bless your name praise God hallelujah amen what a wonderful wonderful word from the Lord we have heard tonight I have felt God so strong while this preacher has preached tonight I felt such a witness and touch of God. Amen. There are some great spiritual breakthroughs that God is ready to grant to individuals. How many believes that God can move you beyond what you've been battling, that you can break through what you've been struggling with? How many believes there's some things that you've been battling in your mind that God can help move you beyond it? He can give you revelation. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. I'll tell you tonight, this preacher spoke to the hunger of my own soul and my own spirit. Even, even while I have come back into town, I, I drove back into town about 2.45 a.m. this morning. As I went through the day and we've started this service tonight, I felt the struggles and the spiritual warfares and the battles. Hallelujah, but aren't you glad you know who Jesus is tonight? Victory belongs to God's people. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. I had a Bible study this afternoon with Miss Nora and Travis. And I, we talked about receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We talked about them being baptized in Jesus' name. 
And Miss Nora is just saying, I just, I really want it. I desire it. I, I'm praying. And, and I said, I don't want you to be discouraged. You, you just, God has it for you. It is going to happen. You can believe it and you will receive it. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. I, I tell her when I talk to her about this every once in a while, I say, you can receive the Holy Ghost tonight. When we go into this, you can, I believe right now she could receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I believe Travis could receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Aren't you glad God is... Amen. One that will pour out His Spirit upon all flesh. It doesn't matter who you are. God has His Holy Spirit baptism that He wants to pour out upon your life. Aren't you glad you've received the gift of the Holy Ghost tonight? Amen. Why don't we just lift our hands? Why don't somebody reach over and touch Miss Nora? Let's pray together right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody reach over and touch Travis right now. Let's pray together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Let us continue to break forth. Reach new souls, God. Soon and very soon. Pour your spirit out in Jesus' name. Pour your spirit out in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Soon and very soon. We are going to see the King. Soon and very soon. Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Bracken, for the wonderful Word of God tonight. Sister Bracken, thank you for your beautiful spirit and wonderful testimony tonight. Amen. How many is going to take this couple and this work of God to prayer and pray for them? Now that you've got to know them, take them on your hearts in prayer. And just know, just know if you ever want to make a contribution, just like the other missionaries we support, just put it in the offering plate. 
put their name on it. Let us know. We'll be glad, be glad to send them financial support. But I know them. They want more than financial support. They want the prayers. Amen. And know that the brothers and sisters are lifting them up before the Lord. Let's pray for special needs. Sister uh, Macy needs prayer. She's going for a procedure tomorrow. But also we want to pray for her son, Ricky who has continuing health issues. We're going to pray over a handkerchief tonight and pray for him. Let's bind together and believe the Lord. Thank you for being here. One who hears and answers our prayers, Lord. Thank you for being so great.